All right, welcome to the Shit Boss Collective. This is episode number eight, I believe. I lost count a long time ago. I don't keep track of that. And we have <clears throat> have Jacob. I'm gonna call you by your actual name, Jacob Lewis. Oh, you gonna be bougie like that? <laughs> yes, I am. Because I just read it the way it popped up on my screen. And we have another guest today. Surprisingness. People actually like it, like I said before. Oh shit! All right. Yeah. Uh, first, first off. <laughs> How do we properly pronounce your name? Uh, I want to get that out of the way right now. Stepan yeah, Josic. Stepan? Stepan. Okay, yeah. Stepan. Okay. This is a very unique name. Yeah. Yeah. I, honestly, it's actually kind of badass. Yeah, because everybody told me about you, but your name is, they call you Stippin. Or Stippy. Yeah, we just, we just, yeah. we just try to keep it simple. Stip- yeah. Starts yeah. with an S, I'll answer to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, anything. okay, yeah, I mean, I answered an asshole <laughs> and dumbass, so it's only fair. I right? mean, uh, hey, if it's if it's if it's directed towards me, I'll answer it, even if it's not. All right, I mean, well, Stepan, how are you doing tonight, man? Um, I'm all right. We're just uh, just wrapping up some invoicing, so. Ooh. All right. Invoicing. Adult yep. thing, right. something I don't well, know nothing about. Yeah, let's uh, all right. Well, let's get the main introduction out of the way. Uh, for those of y'all, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, I'm Jacob. We got Darrell, the main host that uh, has pretty much put all this together. And tonight, our special guest is Stepan. Thank you for joining us and listening. I assume you listened because you wanted to be on this podcast and you know what you're getting yourself into. A few times. Hmm. Better than no times. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, we appreciate everybody, even if you just listen to one podcast. Like, I mean, that... I pre- I appreciate even if you join the little bullshit group I made for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I literally do little to no advertisements for this at all. I yeah, do. We really, uh, need, we really need to work on that. A li- but I that's a another topic. Bit. Yeah, I do yeah. a little bit, but it's not like full blown all oh, plaster bitch <laughs> on the side of the wall. Yeah, but uh. Uh, should we start with uh, Sipan? You want to talk about, I guess, what it is you exactly do, and uh, what got you into it, and yourself? Oh, all right. Uh, well, yeah, my name's Stepan Josic, and I uh, I run a little shop called Foreign Fabrication, and we do everything from roll cages to custom exhaust to any type of weld work. <clears throat> if it's metal, we work with it. Uh, that's about it. It's, it's a it's a pretty large scope when you think of the word fabrication. Um, but it's mainly anything motorsports related. So yeah, because when people think of fabrication, it's like some wild ass shit I see on YouTube videos, like yeah. cantilever mini trucks and all this other shit. I mean, that's kind of what I am doing on my Volvo, but that's a different oh, story. Oh shit! It's all, it's oh, all shit. It's, <laughs> yeah. What you have to realize is fabrication and means, and it it's it's quite a lot. It's uh... Uh, basically my understanding of fabrication, which I've, I've done my own little bit of BS fabrication with my Harbor Freight welder and shit on my own cars, but it's it's making something out of nothing. 
Correct. You are fabricating. Now, there's a lot of people, especially when you get out to certain events that fabricable. Those are different. See, yeah. see, that would be me. See, I fucking My love that term. I, I got to say that right yeah, now. I nice. love that term. That's nice. <laughs> My thing of fabrication here with a hammer to it bends the way I want it. Uh, that's, yeah, that's Sometimes that can be fabrication, though. I, you know what? And believe it or not, a lot of times it is. You know how we get clearance when we don't have clearance? You just get a hammer. <laughs> Make clearance. Like I, I told anybody, I, am, I do not put shit together like that. I do electrical <laughs> shit. That's what I do. Electrical shit. Now, if, if your shit come in, to, you bring your shit to me and shit all mangled up and metals twisted, I, I cannot help you. I'm sorry. Only thing I can do is hit with a hammer. That's all I can do. <laughs> I can tie it to a tree oh, and pull no, it out hey. with a come along. It's not Hitting all shit with I hammers is my job, Darrell. We know this. I'm well, good at it. Uh, <laughs> you know, if, even if it's cars or boats, as long as it's metal, that's kind of in the world of fabrication. Uh, yeah. You know, aluminum, titanium, Inconel, there's there's a lot of aerospace parts that are Inconel, so even though it's not, you're you're not working on a car or anything that's still considered, that, it's just your building. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, I, I have a background in... Uh, Structural steel welding. I used to do iron work, so I, I kind of get the you know understanding yeah. of what you're saying. Yeah, about far as I have is I bought a Harbor Freight welder like ten years ago, and I've stuck with it since. <laughs> well, I mean, believe it or not, I kind of started this about eight eight and a half plus years ago, getting into the weld trade, and I had no formal experience, no school experience. You just kind of learn on the job, and yeah, it's it's it's. <laughs> I like to explain welding now since I've been doing it long enough. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, it doesn't matter how much heart and dedication you have to it. Sometimes you just don't learn it. Like some people can't play a certain instrument no matter how bad they want to. It's just uh, yeah. it, it's it's a tool that you're working with your hands and your eyes. And sometimes your hands and eyes don't want to work together. So. Yeah, it, It's one of those things you either got it or you don't. Yeah, or see. spend a lot of time trying to learn it. And usually by that time, it's better just to let someone else do it. Yeah, yeah, see, all my welding experience came out of necessity. I had to because nobody else would for me. Cause, you Mine know, came oh, out of uh, being broke and now nah, fuck that. I'm gonna do it myself. Yeah, see, because <laughs> when I 10 years ago, when I first got into cars and shit and da da da, <clears throat> it wasn't a lot of welding shops around here. It was not. And the ones you did take to was so expensive. So I was got, you know what, I'm just gonna do it myself. And I learned a little bit. <clears throat> Hell, Charlie Tune, he had this fucking turbo um accord. I built the entire downpipe for that car <laughs> with my welder. Now granted, it wasn't the best, but it worked. Uh Charlie's actually gotta bring us two forty and we gotta wrap up his uh the one he won from the little raffle, whatever the hell he got it from. Or he traded it. I think he traded uh -huh. a car for that two forty he's got right now. Yeah. The less powered one, or the, the oh, wow, less wow, I'm retarded. The little five zero. Yeah, yeah, that's some that's something different oh. I've seen in the drift car. All right, I'm not. I don't know if he's gonna be mad that we brought that up when he's got in his car because he was trying to keep it a secret. But uh, oh. I guess since uh, it's already out of the box, <laughs> I got to drive that car. You know what? The magic of editing, I can take anything out of anything. So. Man, let's, let's just he's, say he's, I got to drive Charlie's car and old oh, buddy. Oh, it's a it's a gnarly car. It's uh, 
he's had some issues with it at about yeah. like two out of the last two events. I just kind of went to spectate. He's had, believe it or not, a failure in the car every time I sat with him. Wow. <laughs> Wait, were you at the uh, the Summer Nights event? Uh, I was. I pulled up in a Phoenix Metallic Gold M3 for just about. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. I don't know if I saw that car, but did Ooh. you see the S14 with the S15 front unpainted and bare metal on it? And no, I didn't. Man, look, I showed up. Uh, Daniel had his uh, G35 out there, had a fuel pump die out, and uh, I just showed up for literally about 10, 15 minutes, and then they were heading. Ah, uh, uh, okay. You, 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 uh, you called me at uh, Gold, Phoenix Gold M3. Yeah, it's a 2005 GCP package. Well, it's the competition Ooh. package. Oh, uh, it's God. a manual M3. See, yeah. see. <clears throat> I love BMWs. I do. Oh, wow, that sucks. I, I, I know, BMWs. right? I know, right? I know. I, I love them. BMWs. For I some them. reason, I like BMWs. I don't know why, but I like BMWs. Well, see, I respect M3s, but I still don't like them, and I would never own one. Uh, so the last, the last BMW I will ever say I thoroughly liked and enjoyed and got to see in person and be around was the, the thing about it, 2011 1M Coupe. Ooh. Ooh. So, yeah, those are they're only think about like less than five hundred or two hundred and fifty brought here to the States. Yeah. And uh yeah, those it, they were an M car, but not really. It, it was a one M coupe. They were specifically built track cars. Now those just like the M cars, I respect BMW on the M stuff, not anymore ever since we got into F eighties and all that yeah, fun stuff. Yeah, it's been a problem. Yeah, but your your old school the E46 to me was still one of the best <clears throat> chassis for a yeah. sports coupe. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I've driven a non M uh, E46. They're pretty nice. Hey, I drove an E46. I actually like those too. I hate the fact they try to kill you with the rear subframe, but I like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you saw the one that's on the rack right now, because that's what I have to do to it. Oh. Is, uh, yeah, it, uh, it's, oh, it's not it's not connected anymore. Oh, De- bro, Darrell, do you remember the one that I had to fuck yes. with in my garage? Yes. My, my homie, yes. that uh, was that an E46 or was that an E36? That was a 46. That was a 46. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, let's just say that motherfucker had major issues, and I had to cobble some shit together to keep it rolling for him. Yeah, dude didn't have a lot of money and. <laughs> I did not have, I guess, the patience to do the extra work needed to make it, like, legit. So I just helped him out real quick. Look, basically, heard- basically, his carrier bearing was falling the fuck out of the car by the uh, body uh, nuts that, were you know, are well into the frame with the, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I basically just uh, made a hole and put some nuts on top of that shit and bolted that bitch back up there and cobbled some other shit together just so we could keep getting to work. Yeah. See, Fuck those cars. When Rick bought that damn E46 for a dollar, a literal dollar, I drove that thing everywhere. I love that car. <laughs> I love that car. No, I like the car. I like how it felt. I like the power it had. I like the suspension. I liked it. And I finally stopped driving it, and Rick started driving it a little more. And coming around Bartlett, the subframe tore completely out the rear of the car. 
So you fucked the car up and knew it was about to give away. No, 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 so no, 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 no. See, see, before that, I didn't know about BMW had issues with that. I didn't know. That could have been uh-huh. that could have been me, dude. I drove that car from from fucking the apartment all the way out in Bumblefuck nowhere, fucking uh Tipton County. Goddamn. Yeah, that could have been me. Well. Well, At least it was rigged. I guess it was something else to uh, bitch about on the podcast at some point. But you want to know what? I always wonder why. And apparently, that's a big problem with BMWs, like around that area, the roof subframe mounts and all that. Why? I I never understood why. (laughs) You know, it's a it's an issue that goes back to E30s. Really? Yeah. So telling me they fucked up and it just spanned a whole two generations of cars after that. Uh, everything up until like an E50 something. Really? Which was the five series? Yeah, the uh, they had this issue for close to twenty plus years. Jesus Jesus. Christ! I think they fixed that. (laughs) If only I could. If only I could talk to Joel right now, he would probably tell me the complete history and backstory of that. (laughs) Uh, You know Joel, don't you, Stephen? Earth Stephen? Oh no, I don't. Joel Bishop, he is. Very, very big into BMWs, like E30s mainly. He's also a big AK guy, but this is not a gun talk channel, so I'll, I'll just not that get into that. That man could literally look at that VIN number and tell you everything about that car. Mm-hmm. What I'm going to do is I just want you to see how bad this is. So the last thing I did in this car was fly down Sam Cooper at 160 miles an hour while it was like this. <laughs> uh, you a brave also, motherfucker, I'll tell you that. <laughs> hey, it, I know. Just hold just hold hold it straight, you can't die. But uh yeah, no, we'll buy a cop and everything. Uh then we also did two autocrosses in this. And <clears throat> then after I uh parked it after the whole 160 excursion, uh that's when I saw how bad the rear uh basically you know your rear subframe fell out well this one's to that point you can see the rear seat once the uh fuel tank is out and everything uh-huh you could see you could see the front seat from the bottom of the car Jesus yeah it's uh, uh. yeah so this car was bought for 4500 bucks and uh which is still pretty good cuz it looks at like 25 grand but yeah. it is it is a heap. It is a like, heap. Like, is it like a structural problem or a rust problem or, or what? It's a metal fatigue problem. A metal fatigue uh, problem. What the fuck are they making out of? No, basically, it's, I guess, the same problem that AE86s have if you go with uh, standalone coilovers in the rear and don't reinforce the shock mounts. So, basically, what you're saying is the metal is made out of fucking old ravioli cans. Uh, no, it's actually so the metals the metals actually solid. So what we did is we actually have two brand new pedal W Germany that had to mm-hmm. get shipped over here. Uh-huh. Uh, it's the trunk pan and the rear axle carrier assembly. And I'll tell you what, seeing them like this, um, they're pretty solid. The issue is it's just so much torque. Uh, you got to think this car is meant to go around a track, and a lot of people are going to drive it like that. Yeah, and it's just the constant. It's the bushings, really. It's the bushings in the subframe. Once they start to wear out, it puts a lot of stress on the metal itself. So mm-hmm. that's why usually, if you're you guys are drift guys, um, solid bushings on everything in the rear end. You do not want it flexing, and that's the mm-hmm. whole reason behind it. Is the more it moves, the 
more energy is transferred into all the metal and that's what gets it to rip apart it doesn't even matter if you've got if if you have an independent rear subframe car it'll do the same thing they they will rip apart mm-hmm. but i think i tagged you in the post just so you can see kind of the extent of the damage it is pretty gnarly. okay okay i will try to exit this without canceling everything because <laughs> i have to see this oh it's <laughs> it is scary mark grill <laughs> My bad. My bad. That thing uh, derail has started again. Well, yeah, that sucks. I didn't. I didn't think it threw you out. But... No, 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 no. See, this is kind of a running joke. I always end up fucking some shit up. <laughs> no matter how hard I try not to. I always end end up fucking some shit up. So as people, it's my bad if you hear a big beep in between the sessions. That's just me fucking shit up. <laughs> no, I just anyway, wanted you to get. I just wanted you get a reference of uh, what I'm referring to in, in terms of just how severely screwed this entire car was. Yeah, I, I like the color. I do. I fucking love that color. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's, it's a, a one year exclusive color. God, I love that fucking color, Jake. <clears throat> yeah, I I know you're not big. I know you're not big on your like, yellow or goldish cars, but dude, this fucking color is fucking amazing. It's honey mustard, baby. It's honey mustard. Man, dude, I fucking love this. Why do I like BMW so much? I don't understand why. I mean, they're garbage, but this one's <laughs> look, look. I do not, I do not uh contest that they are garbage, but for some reason, I'm weird. I like shit that's bad for me. Women that's oh. bad for me, cars is bad for me, and food is bad for me. Well, I guess you only have one option. <laughs> Man, oh Jesus, oh, uh, oh, okay. I see what you're talking about here. And <laughs> <Yeah>. it <laughs> just gets better and better. Jake. Jake. Did you go to sleep or did you die? Either or. Anyway. Yeah, no, it's a, it's, it's a rough car all around. I mean, I come from... A, I'm a big Ford Ford guy in general, so you know, coming into the Euro game was kind of a little different. But I've never seen a car this bad. I would expect it on a Japanese car. But not this. I think uh the worst I've seen was uh Daniel's uh Kitterman's two forty. Oh yeah. Yeah, I I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, that one was a little rough. Yeah, I mean, eh. But yeah, that is... How would you go about fixing that? So you have to quite literally... I'll start at the trunk pan first because it's two separate panels. Yeah. Um, The trunk pan, I'll take all the spot welds out first 
and replace the trunk pan so that gate that way I have a reference to start back on with the uh, rear axle carrier assembly. Yeah. And then I mean really it's it's straightforward after everything's removed. It's not it's not that complicated. It's just uh once you kind of know a little bit of sheet metal work and how body panels work. Yeah. Uh it's man it's it's a cakewalk after that. Yeah. See, I was actually looking at getting a E forty E thirty six. Yeah, E thirty six a long time ago, and I was looking at the reinforcements for that problem. Yeah, they uh, uh now if it's already started, started, you uh you kind of have a lot long ways to go to make it right, but you can catch it with just some minor cracking. You're in a lot better shape. So this this car is actually going to get uh. Reinforcement plates. Uh huh. So that that's, that's the that's last the things last to do to it. There's actually two different types of reinforcements for this. Yeah. See, I like talking to people about fabrication because I can know what I'm getting myself into before I want to burn the fucking car to the ground. Um, <laughs> there's a guy uh, called uh, Thomas that has a black T46 M3 here locally. And he did his reinforcement plates as a DIY. Mm -hmm. And he said he won't do it ever again. Uh -huh. um, it's just, it's one of those things that you think is pretty straightforward, but it doesn't end up being as straightforward as you think. Yeah. See, like I said, I'm like a monkey with a hammer. Like, this about far as I can go with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just leave that to y'all, you guys. But if it's electrical, you can break it to me. I'm fine with that. I'll, I'll say what. All cars, and this is relating back to that post you made, out of all cars that are Japanese, I will say Toyota themselves probably have some of the, in, the, in your older cars, probably some of the best build quality Yeah. in terms of panels and the way cars are laid out. Now, granted, this MR2, holy cow, it's, this, was this was made for a different market. This should have not been brought to the U.S. Too, too tall. <laughs> um. See? You always wanted an MR2. Well, you can swing by and drive this one. It's completely it's completely running now. This has a... Uh, this is actually the 3S GTE swap. Uh, uh, you don't want to let me do that. You don't want to let me do that. Uh, I'm just going to be like, dude, uh, I wanted one so bad growing up. I mean... We'll just we'll put a lean against everything you own if you crash it, so no risk. <laughs> I mean, I feel sorry for you because I don't think that's much. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a I got a nice black Canadian two forty and a nice red one here. Well, semi nice. <laughs> that's about all I have. Well, no, no, this uh, this MR two, the one I posted, just got done with the uh, a cage install for it to meet champ car spec but champ car is kind of a uh it's an endurance race series yeah so usually you can have a, a team up to five drivers <clears throat> and quite literally race for 24 hours yeah um so that's kind of a it's, it's kind of a neat car because it's purpose built for that so it's completely stripped i mean hell they only weighed 2700 pounds when they were new now it yeah. weighs almost nothing uh yeah it's got the yeah, but it's like imagine if a Miata had a better motor for it that you could get out of another factory car. Mm. So with the three GST that's in it, this thing pushes a little hundred. 
For the That's wheels. more than enough. Uh, yeah, way more than enough. Um, makes all the fancy little whoosh whoosh noises you expect it to, and <laughs> dude, it's a rocket. This thing is this thing is a go kart. Uh, you can three wheel with it. I mean, you can like try to leave a driveway and you're three wheeling. There is no suspension movement in this thing. It is that <clears> shit. Man, that used to be a big thing back in the day with suspension. If you everybody was taking pictures three wheeling out the driveway. I remember that. I'm that old. <laughs> I am that old. Everybody had their fucking Honda Civics fucking coilovers cranked up to the fucking max. Thick ass sway bars that shouldn't be on the car. The car drove like shit, but you came out the driveway on three wheels. <clears throat> I mean, no, this this car is meant to be on three wheels because so this car sucks driving on the street. I'll just say it right now. It's yeah, a cool car to drive around, but it sucks on the street. That's what I'm saying. We never think about the suspension shit we do to our cars to make them suck driving on the street. Oh, yeah. I, I, look, I'm around so many modified cars. By the end of the day, my favorite thing sometimes is just to sit in a nice stock car. Like I know. Like, you sit in yeah, a minivan I, and you're like, damn, this actually drives nice. <laughs> I got AC. I have heat. The car isn't shaking to death. Yeah, it's like, not, wow, I never, I never thought I'd like a fucking Toyota Sienna, but damn, I like a Toyota <laughs> Sienna. Hey, those are actually nice and plush. But they, they move. They move. The all-wheel drive Sienna's Whatever's in them, they move. Yeah. What the fuck happened, Jake? I don't know what what the fuck happened. You just missed the entire like conversation. I was I was in here listening to it. The fu- all right. Anyways. <laughs> oh, so you were just great. you were just talking to yourself the entire time. I I guess so. Acknowledging <laughs> me, shit. You're yeah. like, damn, motherfuckers interrupting me. Well, Jake, no. I got invited to drive a badass uh, oh, MR2. I heard that. I hope I'm part of that invite as well. That's got a well. It'll have a passenger seat in it. All right. Uh, one thing I did want to ask, I did want to bring up. Uh, you got your own shop, right? Where you do shit. I do. Yeah. This is my full time job, and has right. been for uh, the last like two years. We might have a source that could, uh, you know, provide recording video for us. Would you be all right with us recording like our first little video at your shop, just kind of showcasing and seeing what all you do there and that kind of stuff? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, because right. honestly, like, how long have you been in Memphis doing this? Um, So I've lived in Memphis my entire life. Uh, really? Yeah, so two weeks it was about, it was, it was March, two weeks before the lockdown in 2020. I remember this because it was like, I thought it was the worst decision I ever made in my life. <laughs> but uh turned out it was the best but I, it was like march 3rd something like that because i think the lockdown crap happened like the 20th something it was like yeah. it was towards the end of march yeah so you know they wanted me to my company i worked for we were we were pipe <laughs> welders and uh they wanted me to travel to tunica for like two weeks paying gas out of my own pocket hmm. i just had enough of it you know i had enough of it i was like no why, why am i going to work to make you money and i'm losing money Right. Well, yeah. You know, I, I just quit. Yeah, I understand that driving the fucking tuna came back on your own dime. Well, I mean, I lived in Wolf Chase at the time too, so it's not like this was just a <coughs> short little ass drive away. Like, oh, fuck no. that! <laughs> fuck that! I was, Dude. I was, I was, I was about to lose a lot, and uh, you know, they uh, they wanted to blame how the company wasn't making money and they lost money. Well, it's because. People didn't know how to bid jobs, right? Right. So it's you know it's not my fault for 
not that's not my incompetence playing a role in why you can't pay me. Yeah. But uh, I was getting fed up anyway, so I quit. And then, literally, because they didn't want to pay me gas, and then two weeks later, boom, Corona happens. I'm like, Ooh, yeah, wow, this is. <clears throat> Yeah, cause this is, dude, this is spicy. I mean, I pretty, I pretty much know everybody. You just popped up out of nowhere. I'm like, who is this guy doing all this cool ass shit? Yeah, I've been. Uh, we we moved here to the states in 1999, and I've been uh-huh. here ever since. Yeah. So the whole name Foreign Fabrication is literally because I'm foreign. Oh, okay. And, uh, but at the same time, it kind of fits a whole bunch of things. I work on foreign cars. I build a lot of crazy different stuff so the yeah. name kind of fit a whole bunch of different things yeah and uh yeah but no i've uh i've been doing this full-time for since march of 2020 but only here the past this past year has has it kind of really blown up to a point where it's uh kind of a little crazy yeah like yeah dude because uh what last year year before that i yeah, last year around the lockdown, I was seeing pictures of you, all your work on on Facebook. I was like, "Who is this doing this?" Like, no, like I'm sorry, but Memphis is small. You pretty much know everybody that does everybody that does everything. Yep. And I kept seeing your name pop up on shit. And I'm like, "Dude, this is badass." Like, who is this? Well, I started I started off on the powder coating thing simply because it was something I wanted to get into, and mm-hmm. quite honestly, I don't really do it much anymore simply because it's it's a time sink. It's one of those things where once you know you'll all learn it. Sometimes it's a things are better as a hobby and not necessarily as your business. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know it takes some people understand that some people don't, and that's fine. But yeah. Yeah, I started off on the whole powder coating journey, and believe it or not, that was that was quite fun. I learned a lot, learned what not to do and what to do. But after yeah. a while, it it sucks. Okay. <laughs> it takes up too much. It takes up too much time, man. It's and for what people want done, it's man. Half the time, Memphis okay. is a cheap city. Memphis is oh, a cheap city. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. I know. Trust me, I know. I did wiring for a good like six months. And I was like, dude, fuck this shit. <laughs> fuck this shit. Dude, after I almost got shot over a dude's fucking nitrous system. What the fuck? Yes, yes. See, I wired up a nitrous system in this fucking Mustang, and apparently, you know, apparently it stopped working. Did his bottle run out of gas? No, no, no. You know, you know how people are. They don't trust you enough. They want somebody else to go back and redo stuff. Yeah. So he had his he had his buddy go back and, and look at my work and redo it. No, this is wrong. That is wrong. This is wrong. Like, dude, before you left my house, we tested the shit a lot. We made sure everything was fine. Yeah. And two weeks later, oh, I I, I botched this wiring job. This nice just wouldn't fire and this and that. I'm like, dude, I literally, literally hit this nitrous like six times. You did. Leaving my house to make sure everything was okay. Everything is armed. You got switches. All the fucking wiring is coded. It's all together. It's fine. It's hidden. Nobody will fucking see it. And it's probably after that, dude, I'm like, done. And he threatened to shoot me because I uh, took his money, basically. See, that's uh, why I stopped doing it. I ain't been I ain't been shot at yet, but, you know. He's... Yeah. And you know, after that, it was like done. Like, I had little small problems here and there. Like, okay, I can fix it. It's fine. You don't like this. I redo this. But that was just straight overboard. 
Like some people be like that. It'd be like I that know. sometimes. <clears throat> I know, and that's why this guy doesn't do it anymore, unless you're uh, a friend. Well, nitrous too is a really touchy subject because there's yes, a lot of is. ways to do it. There's a lot of ways to do it wrong, and uh, a lot of people don't seem to understand that it's the, it's the fastest way you can die. Yes, it properly, is. Properly installed nitrous system. So. It is. I cannot agree with you more. It is, which is why I don't use it. <clears throat> I mean, I, I love it. So whenever we get to the point of building this '68 Volvo. Um, that's that's the whole premise behind it is it'll be an overbuilt motor detuned with nitrous to kind of make up for the lack in power. Yeah. And I say lack in power like a thousand horsepower won't be enough, but this is yeah this is yeah we we're just going around a thousand horsepower isn't enough. This not it's, enough. It's not. Add. It's it for for you to have a modern day street car that's <laughs> remotely even capable of you know being noticed. A thousand isn't really much of anything. It's like yeah. It... I mean, you got to think about how many damn Hellcats we got in Memphis running around with 700, 800 horsepower. And That's I guess really... uh, we had a whole rant dedicated to the uh, Hellcat. I, I don't know. Me personally, I've never been a big horsepower guy. I always like responsive motor. I always like responsive motors, not just big horsepower. Because me, you can't use it on the street much. Uh, you can't. Just... There's like my buddy that's got his 1100 horsepower C5 vet. That's a, uh, we did a bunch of stuff for it to get it ready for drag week mm-hmm. and last year. And that car is just absolutely insane on the streets. I mean, he's running Mickey Thompson drag radials and it just, it doesn't matter. I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's one thing when I grab my keys, I'm going to die today. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, wow. I'm going to get in trouble driving this, but it's like, no, you won't get in trouble. You're absolutely just not going to be able to drive it. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I, I give props to the big horsepower guys They when they can't yeah. handle them. But at the yeah. same time, not my cup of tea. Yeah, it's, it's not. Like, I would have fun in a fucking 300 horsepower car just as much as 1,000. I'm just going to be honest with you on that. Well, like, like I said, this, this uh, MR2 will be... We'll be racing it at Barber, and uh, on the 11th and 12th. That's the first mm. Champ Car Series race. So this will be its uh, inaugural race. And like I said, the this car's 300 something horsepower, and man, it is the most fun I've ever had in a car so so far. It is man. It is just absolutely, absolutely fun. Man. You can't you can't beat it. No. No, like I just I, I love like just nicely built cars. Like it's not too much, but it's not too little. I don't know. Well, this one's a little bit of everything. It's too little, too much. You, know, you ever you ever just see somebody out in public one day and you're just like, that motherfucker built weird. <laughs> yeah. Yep, man. So. I like weird shit. I love Volvos. I'm one of the few people that actually love fucking Volvos. Tell me about that damn Volvo. Alright, well, let me ask you, since you want to talk about Volvos, do you know a guy named Randy Popes? Yes, I do very well. Okay, well, he'll drive my car once it's done, but that's fine. Are I you kidding to make me? Sure... What? No, I'm not. I just wanted to make sure you knew who Randy Popes was. Before we talk about Volvos. Dude, you but, about... Uh... I'm about to have a heart attack. I'm about to say, What? 
No, Randy, yeah. So, because, you know, he drove for, he drove the V70R Volvos back from yeah. Volvo when they were a race team. So, yeah. And the Damn. guy I built this MR, yeah. So, I built this MR2 for a guy that works for a racing consulting company. So, he's around a lot of these big time, you know, guys in the racing world. Not this, this isn't drag racing. These are road racers. So, most of us don't know them unless they're crazy right. good. Right. But, uh, yeah, so this Volvo is a it's actually a single owner car. That's why I still have the original title from the seventies. Oh shit. But, uh, yeah, I'm I'm technically second owner. I, I am second owner. It's never been registered except to the guy that was here <coughs> in Germantown. So it's from right. Memphis. The guy that mm. owned this originally still is alive today. He's actually a pretty prominent doctor here in Memphis. Hmm. And mm. uh I bought two of these sixty eight Volvos. For five hundred bucks. Um, God, dude, I don't. I've never seen an Amazon running around Memphis in my life. Yeah, so it's now. I had a chance to get the Amazons or the P eighteen hundred, which is the little sports coupe race car. Yeah. Personally, I didn't like the P eighteen hundreds. To me, they looked weird. Yeah, they do look weird, but I like them for some reason. Well. The P eighteen hundred is weird to me. The little Amazon is like the little Harry Potter car. Uh-huh. So, you know, it's I wanted something that just kind of looked silly. To me, it looks like a Bel Air that was like in Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Then when it got blown back <laughs> up, and then it got blown back up, and it was just all disfigured. So, I liked it. And then my instant thought was, I'll just build it as a hot rod. Well, yeah. now that's like evolved more and more into having a street car and a drift car kind of at the same time. So it'll be, a, I'll yeah. be building a full two <laughs> chassis for it. Doing cantilever front and rear The front suspension Ooh. will run over top of my motor simply because I won't have enough area in the front. Yeah. So yeah, full tube chassis. We're doing an LS. We've I've already got my five, seven aluminum block, cathedral port heads intake, all that fun stuff. Uh, running a Holly terminator. So the whole premise of the engine is to build the engine for, you know, like 1,200, 1,400 horsepower oh. and then and then detune the engine to 1,000 because the whole point of this car is to live on rev limiter. Yeah. So overbuild, detune, keeps your engine healthy and happy. And yeah. then we'll have a 200 shot of nitrous just in there just for just for some fun to break tires loose whenever I want. Yeah, just for shits and giggles. I mean, it's already going to break tires loose, but the issue is I'll be running uh, the 15 by 10 Goodyear Eagle slick, the ones that uh-huh. they run on the NASCAR tires. Uh-huh. So that's the issue. I'll have so much grip, I need to break it really fast. And the front subframe, I'll actually be running a M3 front subframe simply because FDF makes a angle kit for M3s. Yeah. So that way I can always switch between having a road racing front suspension setup or a drift suspension setup. <sighs> Granted, I will not be driving these cars. I'm building a car so other people can drive. That's the worst part about it. <laughs> so that's, that's, you know, at some the... point, you're going to hop in the seat. You're going to take it for a spin. Oh, yeah, I'll take it for a spin and just do burnouts everywhere and probably get in trouble, but that's about it. I mean, realistically, <laughs> you know, you have to understand where sometimes you just don't have the talent. I can always build a cool car, but sometimes I just can't drive a cool car. Uh, you know, that, so, 
real quick, that's the point I want to touch on for everybody listening. Just because you can build a car to be badass does not mean you have the ability to control that motherfucker. So know your limits. Exactly. And everyone needs to follow the simple rule. Don't keep throwing more power at a car. You need to be able to stop first before you can go Mm -hmm. back. Thank you. Thank you for saying it. Thank you for saying it. I swear to God, thank you for saying it. You see motherfuckers with fucking eight fucking 900 horsepower. They got brakes the size of fucking... Stock brakes. Like, dude, like, did you not come on on your brakes? Come on now. Brake fade is probably one of the most scariest things you can experience in a car. Oh, I know. I experienced Um, it. Yes. Now, also, brake fade on on motorcycles is real, but it's it's actually a little different on motorcycles. You'll actually boil fluid over to where it expands and locks the brakes up. So I've scorpioned myself plenty of times from locked up brakes simply because I suck at riding a dirt bike, too. Mm -hmm. Um, Fall more times than I can actually ride. So, you know what? I learned my lesson and I was like, you're just going to See, look, I'm going to say that I owned a motorcycle in 2011. And that's the last motorcycle I will ever buy. I want to buy a bike. No, I learned. I learned very fast. Bikes are not for me. I think what? I could run a bike. Jake, you just you just like being destructive. You don't care. Yep. I mean, I I drove my dirt bike on the streets, and doing that for you know, a couple handful of times you, you realize it does not matter how you drive, what you do, someone someone's going to be retarded and not see you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, and the reason why I got off my bike, my, uh, one of my best friends had an accident a week after I got my bike, and I just, I'm like, no, that just completely turned me off from it. Now, the, the guy that I built this MR2 for, his father used to race GP motorcycles and he's got currently about 48 to 50 wrecked bikes under his belt. Mm. God damn. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that's a little gnarly. I mean, granted, he shows for it, especially yeah. since uh, we had them test fit inside the MR, especially him. We had him test fit inside the MR2. He's about my height, about 6'3", 6'2". So... You know, even it's he's it still takes him a hot minute to get in and out simply just from all the injuries and in his legs and hips that he's had. Yeah. But after <clears throat> I mean you, you hear a person that's wrecked over fifty bikes, you're like, right. How how are you even up right now? Dude, I would never fucking forget why I laid my bike down doing like thirty. I thought that was the scariest shit ever. Thirty? <laughs> thirty. Dude, I like I thought I was gonna die. Like I like this is it. This is it. Yep, this is it. Yeah. Like this not learned. I'm not a bike person. I have that ingrained fear of no. In a car, I don't give a fuck. On a bike, yeah, no. I don't have I'm not that type of person. Uh you know, I'll I'll give them I'll, bike. Yeah. I'll give them I'll give them half and half. It's I think bikes have their own risk, but I think a car itself, you're too you're too comfortable in a car. I'll probably yeah, more likely. That, that is true. That is true. I've done a lot of stupid things. And like another thing, or if you fuck up royally, other people are more at danger of death or serious injury than if you're on the bike. That is true. <clears throat> that is true. In my opinion, well, like, would you agree, Stop, uh, Stepan? Uh, 
too. I mean, it depends on where you're at. Like, even if you're on a closed track, you have to think. If you spin out, someone's going to hit you. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, no one's no one's <laughs> anticipating you to crash. So, no. similarly, on a on a crotch rocket or any any type of bike, no one's expecting you to fly by them at a rate of speed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I look, yeah. I'll say it's I'll say it's half and half. You have on a bike, granted. Now you just turned your body into a missile, regardless if you're with us or not. Um, you're going somewhere, and that might be at another car too. I mean, those bikes, man, bikes release a ton of shrapnel too. Like that's the gnarliest part about watching wrecks. Yeah, I've seen that. It's like goodness gracious how. But you never know. You can like like in your accident that you might have had at thirty miles an hour. You can hit something at thirty, and it looks like you hit it at a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, luckily, I slid out of my neighborhood <laughs> into the sidewalk, <laughs> so I was fine. Ooh. Yeah, so I was fine, so, but yeah, I was. Yeah. Had to clean your drawers out though, though. Yeah, I had to throw those underwear <laughs> away. Those pants and underwear I throw away. <clears throat> I still have one of my uh, motocross, well, I guess just dirt bike jerseys uh, from when my buddy actually ran me over. I fell down in front of him. He was midair. All I remember seeing last was his bike from the bottom. And it he rode up my back and across my neck brace, broke the neck brace. And I still have Ouch. the tire tracks. I still have the tr- tire tracks on my helmet. God, and, and and on my jersey. Like and the coolest part is there's a chain, there's a whole chain imprint on my shoulder. Ouch. Yeah, after that, we kind of, this happened at Loretta Lynn's. After that, we just kind of uh, yelled yeah. it back a little bit. I, I did, at least. I, I kind of, I don't want to say I got scared of him, but I just wasn't comfortable anymore. Yeah. <clears throat> it's completely understandable. Yeah. So, Jake, I think I'll come to a decision what I'm going to do with the red car, as I said in it right now. No, Lord. I know I've said I was going to do all these different things, and I end up buying the shit. I change my mind and I sell it and do something else. But mm-hmm. I really think I'm going to either <clears throat> I really want an ITB car. I really do. That's always what I want. I want the ITB car. Well, you know, we I got the perfect guy on the show to help. You know what? Right. Either I was going to ITB the KA or I was going to get an RB20. Oh. And ITB that. And look. Everybody listen to us. You, oh, you turbo that is there. Fuck y'all. I like ITB. I like NA motors. Fuck y'all. It's supposed to be fun for me, not y'all. Mm-hmm. I I honestly wouldn't do anything with an RD. Hmm. Ooh. All right. Damn. All right. He's throwing smoke now. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's not throwing smoke. I am completely <laughs> open into reasons why I shouldn't do things. Unlike some. All right. So. Oh, the U.S. market when it comes to Japanese domestic vehicles sucks. No one, there's that, yeah. there's not enough knowledge in those engines. Yeah. Uh, here, the knowledge is actually with the Australians. Yeah. Um, they've been they've been doing stuff with RBs and everything else for so long. They know every little bit about them. And they're the only ones that quite literally know how to build them. Yeah. Uh, so, the fact that they have to ultrasonic test every single block 
Yeah, they're, I saw that. They're that, yeah. they're that terrible. Yeah. Um, goes to show you that you, you're just—I mean, if you're gonna—if you're just building a mild car to just drive for stock use, go for it. But if you're gonna actually try to throw power and hit limiters with uh, it, and... uh... <clears throat> oh no, 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 no! I don't—I don't want some high horsepower fucking monster of a car. I just want something nice just for me. It's gonna be a street well, car. Well, but this is the thing. I mean, if you're going to, similar to you, to what Daniel and his G35 is experiencing right now, where he's melting coal packs, uh-huh. it's, uh, he's running a stock coal pack or stock plug. Uh-huh. But the engine, that, that plug works fine for everyday use. It's, you need, I had to explain to him, you're, you're holding your car at a at limiter, exposing it to more and more heat. So naturally, you need to go one step colder. Even right. though he's not tuned. It's, that's the thing you have to kind of start to account for, especially in an RB, since you have such thin thrust surface bearings and all that. Yeah, um, yeah. I've seen videos it, on it, yeah. It, it, dude, it's, it just depends on what you want. If you're going to keep a stock car period correct, that's sick. If you're going to push power out of it, there's much better options. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? You're right. I, I take that in wholeheartedly. I'm not going to try to fight with you on it. You know better than me. And I take that in consideration. I mean, on, some things, on some things, it's just... When it comes to Japanese domestic vehicles, it's just like there's there's certain engines that work well, similar to like what this 3GS, 3S GTE that... I mean, they put that in Lotuses. Why? Because it worked. Yeah. Um, uh, 2Js. They're, they're always going to be popular. I wish yeah. I still had my Mark IV Supra, but... Uh, you know, there's there's certain things that worked and certain things that didn't. RVs were kind of they're awesome because they were in Skyline, but they just weren't that great of a motor when you did anything else to them. Yeah, you're right. You got a point. Yeah. See everybody. I'm not see everybody. Everybody listening. I'm not an RB fanboy. I'm a Nissan fanboy. I like cars and engines, okay? Mm-hmm. So I don't want no more hate mail about, oh, you no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, I personally detest Honda. But that's... A oh, oh hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This, this, okay. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I have to ask why. Um, man, I have, uh... Oh, shit. I don't know. It's a... Uh... I mean, it's at least, at least you, you have a reason why, a valid, a valid reason why. There's, it's, it's, you know, like the Volkswagen Beetle was the people's car, right? Right. Well, that's what the Civic turned into, and it just became clapped out in every manner possible. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree with you on that one. So, I agree with you on that one. You know, when you get to see, so there's there's been a couple of them. So I had a fifth gen prelude that was in here. We did a bunch of stuff too, and that was by far one of the cleanest preludes, and, and quite frankly, a Honda I don't. I like prelude, but when yeah. it comes to Civics and Accords and whatever other, yeah, now, EFs EFs are a little different. There's I like EFs. Oh, see, yeah, now you talking about speed. I like EF hatches, but. When you get to your EKs and EGs, uh, they just one and the same. There's 
Anything yeah. that's been done to him has been done to him. Yeah, I get you talking about. Like every Honda you seen built, you seen it's nothing like special about it. It's just a built Honda. What's been sure, done sir. to it, you've seen done yeah. before. And well, what I hate the most is that everyone just continues to buy eBay parts after eBay parts and then complain <laughs> that their cars suck. That and it's just it's like when when will you ever learn? So I like to call those cars habanero specials. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's usually when you and well habanero and friends you all get together and in a garage and start slapping eBay parts on. Yeah, I, I I can't admit I've done that before, but I learned my lesson. <laughs> I learned my lesson very fast. But no, it's uh so one domain name I will be purchasing. So if you ever try to go get it, screw you. But it will be fuckahonda.com. And... <laughs> I love it. Wait, could you repeat that again? It's fuckahonda.com. Dude, I fucking love. So yeah, no, this is my big brain merch idea. So oh, that's that's where I'll just have stickers and shirts, you know, just just something to completely hate on a whole community right then and there. Dude, dude, I will, how many... I will... <laughs> I'm sold. Buy whatever y'all I will sell. buy it. I will buy that on the principle of it alone. I mean, mm. literally, the sticker will just be fuck a Honda, and then. The letters D O T com. So, I mean, think about it. How many people just want? It's 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 just simply stupid. That's what it is. It's just simple yet stupid. Oh, that's another stick y'all can sell. Simply stupid. I would buy that and put that on my car in a heartbeat. <laughs> because yeah, you can ask the rail. You know what? Simply stupid. You know what? I I can understand it. I, I, I grew up as a Honda guy. That's what I was into. And I love Hondas to death. But I hate the people that have them sometimes. Mm. Like That's, that's I, like a lot of 240 guys. I hate a lot of them. Look, look, I, I tell everybody, I'm not a fanboy of anything. I hate, I'm an equal opportunity hater. If I hate <laughs> the shit, I hate the shit. I don't give a yeah. fuck if you got a fucking underground racing fucking 2,000 horsepower Lambo. If I don't like it, I don't fucking like it. It's just yeah. that. <laughs> so, like, but, I, I'm not, but, bless you. The, the thing I always like to get to at people, right? It's And the reason why I kind of don't like Honda is show me at one point in, where Honda actually had that's not MotoGP because Repsol Honda, that's a whole different market and so is yeah. When Senna yeah. drove for Honda back in F1, those programs yeah. were legitimate programs. But at what point did any of their production cars actually become race cars? You're right. Uh, uh, can, I, can I ask you something real quick? <clears throat> yeah. What is your opinion on the SR20? Oh, um. So, so honestly, when it comes to RBs, SRs, and all that, I really don't care about them. Yes. It's just, it's just because it's an engine I'm not familiar with. I don't know yeah. much about them. There's, and I mean, there will always be better options for engines because I get to hear all the horror stories of RBs and SRs. Yeah. And 
at that point, it's like, I thought European engines were unreliable. And these Japanese engines are supposed to be like tanks, but they end up not, that, that doesn't end up being true. So, yeah. honestly, <laughs> I don't, I can't really say much on it because I don't have a lot of experience in that particular yep. engine, but. Well, I mean, it, yeah. What I'm about to say is this is just what I've been told by people that have had experience with them, like uh, Andrew Rodriguez and, uh, you know, others. SRs become unreliable when you crack them open and start doing internal work. If you leave them stock and just bump the boost up a little bit and tune it properly, they're fine. But once you start fucking with them internally, that's when they become headaches. Yeah, yeah. It's just like Honda Motors. It's the same thing. See, Honda Motors are reliable. They can take a lot of abuse, but they can't take a lot of stupid. <laughs> that's yes, my favorite. And that's, and that's where we get to our favorite class clown of Honda. That's Jose with his red right. uh, Civic hatch. That, that right. car is point <clears throat> stupid. And, I mean, right. that look, car is just gnarly. Look. It, look, I, look I'm saying. Look, if you built Hondas, I have no problem with y'all. I don't. A nice built Honda engine, I have no problem with whatsoever. As much as, you know, I don't care for Hondas, I can appreciate a nice built Honda. Like, a fucking CRX with a nicely built B16 fucking road course car set up properly. See? See? Oh, my God. Jake, you are describing my old CRX. Yeah. Exactly. But when... When people start cracking them open and doing all this shit and just throwing fucking parts in the car, don't fucking have any kind of build experience whatsoever. Five thousand miles down the road is a problem. My, like back in the day, my favorite thing was everybody LSB taking swapping their car. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Well, speaking of a CRX that's well built, uh, the guy that owns this M3. This E46 M3 actually has a fully built race spec CRX. Uh, oh lord! Yeah. Uh, all right, hold it's on, a, real quick. It's, it's a Type R. It's, it's uh, not a standard CRX. Oh, it's a, all right. Type R. What's the What's the chance you could talk to this man if we can get him on the podcast and maybe even do a video of us checking out that car in particular? I look driving around. If oh, anybody. If anybody knows me, my favorite Honda of all time is a CRX. All right, now, I'll, not I'll, much. Say it, I'll say it right here, right now. CRXs, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck it is, but I fucking love them. Because they're, they're fucking. <laughs> oh come on, man! Oh come on! Don't don't break my heart like that. All right, Look, all right, uh, yeah, I'm gonna ask you a question, and you you might hurt my heart when you answer. Your paint on the AEA6. Uh, wow. Um, so <laughs> similarly, I throw it in the same boat as a first gen MR2, and it's just another door wedge. <laughs> I think it's it's just a it's a cult classic icon for a bunch of kids that grew up not knowing about cars. All right. All right. All right. Um. I will say I've had one. I had an 87 GTS Coupe. I fucking love that car. You, you know what? Like, even I, still today, like that car. 
I did shit in that car. Some people can't explain today. You can ask Darrell. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, Jake, it, it's just you. It wasn't the car. It was you. <laughs> you sure? I, there's certain cars people grow up around. You know, we all fantasize about yeah. them and we get older. And we're like, wow, that's a it's, that's a hunk of garbage. Like, yeah, me growing yeah. up, I thought a 350Z was like the coolest damn thing coming out of <clears throat> You know, being a <laughs> Japanese car. Yeah. 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 Let's not like that's not uh like, let's not rile up the ass trumpets now. I, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I'm not gonna lie. Growing up I thought a fucking uh eclipse was the fucking epitome of fucking boat. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, so another, another another fun fact that I'll have in my possession, which I'll be giving away to one of my one of my uh, buddy's friends. I'll be giving away to his brother. He's gonna whenever he turns sixteen, this will be his first car, and it's gonna be a oh, three thousand GT. Ooh, it's a, it's a it's not had, a VR four. Yeah, no, I've had some experience with non VR four three thousand GTs, and I fucked with a VR four three thousand GT. Have fun. Look. Look, look. Oh, well, I, I, I know the engines kind of, but uh, so it's it's a manual three thousand GT, and that'll I'm gonna give that to him as his first car. And uh, yeah, dude, yeah. If it's one car, I hate the whole existence of it's three thousand GTs. <laughs> you know, I can't blame you. They're not they're not the most appealing looking car. Dude. But here's, dude, listen, a, a VR four. They only made like. That's how oh, rare really? of a car it is. It is a stupidly rare car. So really? the one, the one I got to work on and drive, like that was like almost a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah, let me Wikipedia it again because it is an wow. absolutely yeah. absurd number. That yeah, because it's running. That's why I got the one lifetime uh, experience. I mean, there's there's one here in Memphis itself, and it is. Is it yellow? Uh, I think it's white. All right, yeah. well, there's the yellow I... one here in Memphis too. I know what you're talking about. It's a white one. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, there's a yellow one here in Memphis, too. That's the one Dude, I got to drive. That's VR4. I swear to fucking God, because when I, in 2010, when I worked in uh, Sideline Road, it's this guy used to come to uh, my job all the time. He had this this VR4, and it was like, I don't know what the color is, um, Jamaican green or whatever, whatever oh, it was. Oh, yeah. Dude, I thought that car was so badass. <laughs> oh, yeah, all right. Real quick, I, I'm huge fucking throwback here. You know what I wanted my first car to be so fucking bad? A um. No, no, I already, I, I already know. Uh, fuck you. <clears throat> no, my grandfather. SC95 Mustang. My grandfather <laughs> had a Dodge Stealth RT, which is a VR4 3000 GT. Actually, it's one of those up the street for me now. It's a white one. Yeah, my grandfather had one, pristine factory condition, Uh twin turboed, ready Uh to fucking go. Yeah, but he sold it before I turned sixteen. Yeah, it had like what forty thousand miles on it, and it only ran like three. No, it probably it probably didn't even had that many miles on it. Like I remember, he drove me to school in that car one day, and you know it's a two seater. I was laying Uh in the back hatch, and he, my grandmother was in the passenger seat. I remember we showed up to fucking school. I was at uh, Shady Grove Elementary. We that rolled up. Everybody fucking <laughs> stopped. And I got out that car. And I swear I was the most popular kid in school that fucking day. 
What so you would study Grove? It was, yeah. Oh, and by the way, oh, there was two hundred. Yeah, there was there was two hundred eighty nine three thousand GTs that were VR fours ever mm. sold in the states. Two hundred eighty nine. So yeah. Mm. But that that, that three thousand GT, my grandfather showed up on the lot, and he was looking to buy something. He just he wanted something sporty, and he was in his fifties. He had just gotten to well, yeah, he had just gotten divorced. He was like, you know what? Fuck it. I want something fun. He was looking. A truck drove in, and he saw it on the trailer. He was like, I want that. Okay. And he basically paid cash for it. Balling. Drove it home. There was one time, like, he, he had a place up at the Tennessee River. And on the way back, because he had to, he woke up super fucking early. He had to be at work at four. He was about, I can't remember, I don't know, but I can't remember how far out he was on the way back. It was like a three-hour drive. But he wanted to see what the fuck that car would do. He fucking floored it, and before he knew it, he was up to 160, just fucking cruising. Didn't even realize he was going that goddamn fast. I wanted that fucking, I wanted that car so goddamn bad. Jake, you dodged a fucking bullet. (laughs) So, I know I did, but that that was like, as a teenager, that was like the car I wanted. Like I I got to ride in it as know, a child, and that was my grandfather's car. I wanted it. You know what? I never understood. I know one person in my entire <laughs> lifetime their favorite car ever was three thousand GT. Oh, I'm not saying it was my favorite car ever. That's just that was basically my first introduction to. A actual Japanese sports car, because <clears throat> even though it was a Dodge Stealth, it's a 3000 GT. Let's just be honest. Man, right. you know, the one car I thought was just like after I kind of started learning about cars and not, well, not really learning about them. So I'll tell you a funny story how I even got into this shit, but it's kind of dumb. My car I actually liked for a really long time was a, uh, a Talon. Okay. I, I don't know why I was so. I'm, I, and it's still to this day, that is a car I'm attracted to. For so I want an all wheel drive turbo hotel. Yeah. I had a pretty You know what? You know what? I can respect that. I can respect that. I ain't going to hate yeah. on it. Yeah. It's just a cool, quirky little car that, you know, they sucked. Yeah. But. But other than just, that, hey, it's just a I mean, this, just, just be yeah. honest. All well, the one thing, one thing, real quick, one thing, real quick. If you get one, Make sure you buy a lease for when you got to take your uh, crank for a walk. Oh, the timeless joke. <laughs> it's been told. <laughs> Whatever. The timeless jokes have been told. It's still funny. I don't know. Like, I I don't know what car attracted me to like import cars. Like, I don't remember. The only thing I remember is my uh, <clears throat> the guy, my old guy in the neighborhood. He had a, the same one that has the BR four. Well, not the BR, but the Dodge Stealth. He had a 240Z. Uh, he used to let me like drive, like put it up and down the street. And you know what? For some reason, I don't like 240Zs. I don't I will like slap any- the dog shit out of you. Look, you have to slap me. That's like one of the most overrated fucking cars in, in fucking existence. I'm sorry. So you better be glad Rick ain't here tonight. I, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm told Rick is. I look. I, I had a two. I, I had a 280Z. I agree. Like, I don't... Like, I understand what it did. Like, what it did for the whole, like, import car thing. 
in the fucking seventies and whatever, but I don't like them. I don't see the appeal to them. Like I don't. Like they're I mean, cool I, now. I personally wouldn't mind owning a little old Datsun two forty. Yeah. Or whatever they were. <laughs> I just want those damn headlights. That's all I want. Ah, uh, the sugar scoop headlights. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. yeah, you know, for the New Z's, they uh, you know, they already making body parts it. for. Yeah, oh Lord, yeah, no, 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 no! You, you brought. We, we have to talk about it now. What do you have to say about the New Z's? Um, you know, come no, on, I, I, will, I will. I hope they get impounded a lot. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, fuck. Okay. Okay. You hope he impound a lot. Why? Because they'll crush him in the state of California. Oh, God damn. You hate him that much. Dude, it's just absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it All is. Right. But like you know, if you ever had like the little mouse toy, you know, as a kid, and you could wind it back and let it run off, that's what it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus oh Christ! God. Why'd you have to say that? Why'd you have to? I was excited, and then you just said that shit. It, it, it makes that, sense. You know what? He's I, not I, wrong. He's he not, ain't wrong. He's not wrong at all. God damn he, it. He's implanted it in my brain. Like, I can't unsee it now. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, nope, it's, it's like, there. Yeah, I mean, every every time, it's just going to be a little cat toy just running across the highway. <laughs> I can't. You know what? Look, oh, you know what? oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait till the Fin Fin drivers get a hold of them. That'll never happen. No. Please don't let that happen. Please don't let that happen. Fin well, Fin you know and Charger and Challenger drivers are going to start getting into them. Just wait. Oh my god! Well, you it's just what? like the Mark V Supras. I mean, they, you know, they they just have such a different look compared Dude. to what we would ever expect from them. You mean I don't the think... BMW Supra? Basically, yes. That's, that's exactly what it is. But... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lacey agrees. I, I mean, it is. It's 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 a BMW engine. So. Yep. I don't know. Uh, you know, I've been around one when it was stripped to a complete chassis and. Uh, you know, it, there's there's a lot of cool stuff going on in that car, but it just doesn't look. It doesn't like. I think you feel it doesn't feel Toyota ish to me. Like, well, no, it's BMW ish. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's <laughs> supposed the, to feel like a Toyota. And that's the biggest thing I had with everybody. Oh, you just don't like Supers. You know what? I don't like fucking Supers. Only like one fucking Super. I, and. It's just me, but MK3. But you can call me a purist or whatever. But I just don't feel like this Toyota's car. Oh, see, that's the same thing with me when it comes to the FRS. That's not a real fucking Toyota. That is a abomination to the eight six nine. Which I know how I know y'all probably don't care about eight six all that much. But if Toyota was gonna bring that back. It should have had oh. a high revving inline four cylinder in it. Oh, do I know exactly by Toyota and Yamaha? That's I know that's exactly how say. you feel. Now look, like everybody knows, I, and I post this that fucking Integra 
that shit bulls my oh. fucking blood. Yeah. Oh, the new like, Integra? Bro. Yes, that shit bulls. And look, the defense, and the defense is, oh, well, inter- <laughs> the first gen Integra was the fucking five door. Hey, that's not the one everybody remembers. Yeah. No, it's mean, like you, you just maybe had to get up out of my chair and walk around when you mentioned that fucking abomination. Man, look, look, I understand it's still a fucking Civic underneath. Yeah. Basically, it's a Honda. It's a shit box. But still, yes. they could have done better but, on the looks of but, it. But it's our shit box that we love. Mm-hmm. And you and you completely went completely fucking left field with this. Hey, like, I wonder, Stephon, do you have any input on this? Speaking of the, the concept model of the new Integra we've seen. That's, that's not a concept. Oh. That's the car. <laughs> Uh, what? That's no, the, the car. What? 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 Really? I actually got excited for once over fucking Honda.com because that trailer <laughs> they put out Dude. was just so so sick. Dude, the trailer they put out saying. was sick. The trailer and then they released, was fucking awesome. And then they released this cheese wheel. It's like if you just cut a, a, a triangle out of a cheese wheel and put wheels on it, boom, we got an Integra. I swear to fucking God, you know what? I knew what it fucking looked like. I knew it was going to be shit. But you know what? I'm going to give it a chance. And I sat in my chair in my house. I had a drink. I had some chips. I'm going to watch this unveiling. And they had this sick-ass trailer, all the old cars. And you hear the engine revving and shit and the gears shifting. And this fucking yellow goddamn fucking four-door Genesis rolls out. Like, what the fuck is this? You know, it looks, and you know what? I'm like, fine. You know what? They fucked up. I understand you fucked up. Nobody buys coops anymore. I understand that, but you could have made it look at least better than that. Yep. What what they need to do? I mean, burn like, burning hell. Yes. Well, that that, but I really think if we could just you know get the Japanese to just start accepting cocaine a little bit. <laughs> hold on, hold on. They need they need to accept the uh, Dodge formula because yeah, we all know Dodge being there snorting rails with some of the shit they come up with. Dude, I'm, I, I mean, Dodge. I mean, and I'll say it too. Mopar, by by far, even when you look at old school drag guys, it's you can't beat a Mopar big block. It is just no, such an amazing uh, motor, uh, yeah, engineered by just pure stupidity. I mean, Everybody yeah, it copied Dude. it. They they came up with the hemispherical design and it worked so fucking well Dude. everybody started doing it. Yeah. I mean it's just it's just Yeah, Dodge, I mean Mopar or no car, stuff. right? Yeah, uh, and, no, I don't and, think no car, but. and about this is <laughs> fucking integral. About this integral. You know what in the biggest slap in the face is this? Oh, it has a one point five. What? Yeah, it has a one Point five. Yeah, see what trips me up with Honda is they they say, oh, you can get the one point five or a bigger motor. And you're like, oh, what's that? Like he's got six cylinders? No, it's just a two liter turbo. And you're like, what the hell? And look, 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 I'm sorry, but y'all can ride that fucking new type R dick all y'all want to. It's Fuck ugly. that car. Fuck that it ain't car. A fucking it's, type R. It's ugly, it's not a true type R. It nope. was made to fucking just appease no. y'all to give y'all All something right. to buy. Right. I may not be a Honda guy, and if, if y'all motherfuckers have a problem with what I'm about to say, please DM me over it. Jake Lewis is my fucking Facebook. Hit my ass up. But it ain't a Type R if it's not naturally aspirated, hive roping with VTEC. 
Thank you. Thank you. Like, look, look. I'm fine. I understand the times are changing and whatnot, blah, 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 fuck all that, but... Yeah, but I mean, at some you point, ha- you gotta stick to the old school formula. Like, when you have... When you take away everything that made the car that you're trying to replicate, mm-hmm. you know, it's... You're taking the soul out the car. But you might as well have just made a, diff- a completely different new car. That's like... Yeah. That's like... Right... This this like fucking I don't know what what can I compare to this? This like fucking them coming out with a new fucking um uh, shit. I can't even compare that to anything. Well, compare it compare it back to like let's let's reverse time a little bit. A, a purpose built Japanese car, which was literally made for people that knew what they were gonna do with it. Well, well, I'll mention two of them. Uh, one's the expensive side of that formula and one's the cheap side. So we have an LFA on one side and we have an R35 mm-hmm. on the other. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, fair enough. Yep. So we had one car that was a luxury built, stupid like, I mean, that's a 300 plus thousand dollar car when it came out the LFA. That would be the yeah. LFA. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, but it was made as a purpose to show off this is what we can do and this is what we can build. So tell me any other yeah. time besides F1 that you that any Japanese car company just decided, let's put a V10 in it. That is just bonkers. Yeah, but yeah. That, turned, that turned out to be a great flop because of the price point, but the engine, look, the engine weighs less than inline four engine in modern day. It what? is insane. Hold on, yeah. hold on, what? Yeah. Yeah, their V10s, their V10s weigh less than modern v- inline four and, and yeah. V6s. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Yes. Where can I get one to put my 240? You um, won't because it's, you it, won't. they're they're undoubtedly expensive. Why you gotta Jake, crush Jake, my fucking Jake, hopes like that? Jake, if you want if you want to buy a new LFA, they still have two uns. Well, they have one unsold now. It's one three. was sold. It's three. It's three. It's three? Okay. Yeah. It's one three was, sitting the, in showrooms. Yeah, I think one. The last one was sold in 2019. God damn. Yeah. No. The. It, it, so. And then on the other spectrum, you had an R35, which was just an amazing car, but and the price point was great and made tons of power and. Mm-hmm. You know it. It that's like. That was their Halo car coming back to it. Granted, it didn't look like what people probably expected it to, but it performed like what people expected it to. Yeah, right. I, I will say a lot of people, and I mean, I even did this as well. I griped about it not having an H pattern manual transmission, uh-huh. but but I will say after seeing the car and doing research on it, there's no way you could shift that car fast enough to perform like it does with an no. ace pattern manual. It, no. They had to go with paddle shifts. Yeah, like dude, I drove one. That thing was fucking insane. Oh, I drove one too. A uh, 500 horsepower one. The uh, doctor, in, in fact, <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but I used to work for a uh, shop back in the day. Uh, this doctor, John Lockamus, had a 2010 GTR. Uh, it might have been a 28 model. I don't remember. I know uh, at one point I had to change out the bell housing that had the uh, bearing in it, that the drive shaft that sends the power to the transmission. The bearing went out in it. I had to change that out. But uh, irregardless, like he has some work done to it. He took it to uh, Atlanta, has some shit done, tuned, whatever. It was like a 500 horsepower GTR with just minimal work. 
that car was fucking fast. Yeah. yeah. I hit I hit two forty at Canada Road. I got on or no I forty. I got on I forty from Canada Road and I was like, you know what? I know we gotta do brakes to this bitch. We gotta change rotors and shit. Cause he, he actually fucking raced the car. Like he, he didn't just have it just to have it and put around. Like he raced that motherfucker. So we had to do rotors and shit and I was like, you know what? We gotta replace these brakes anyways, and I just wanna see what the fuck it'll do. I matted that bitch. I hit fifth gear and I was doing over 150 miles an hour before one, I got fucking scared and two, my exit was coming up. (laughs) And the brakes were so badly warped. I hit the brakes. The whole car started shaking violently at 150. So uh, just to let you know the weight of that engine, just looked it up. It is, it, it weighs a whopping Whopping. You ready? Mm-hmm. Come with the LFA engine, right? Yep, the LFA. Okay. It weighs a whopping right. 358.6 pounds. That is the entire Jeez, engine. What with the what the fuck? Because they use uh, magnesium, titanium, yeah. everything. All right, all right, you see, Toyota? Y'all can do some shit if you would fucking do it. Look, look, look. I will give Toyota credit. They are putting out some fun cars. They are. I mean, I, I am a, I am a little bit excited about the was it the Corolla GRs are yeah, bringing the here. One I, yeah, the one I told you about. Oh, they won't yeah. sell the Yaris over here at all. No. But we, yeah, look, no, at least no, we no. Last, look, last time, last time I heard the name Yaris, it was a free to play fucking game on Xbox 360, <laughs> and I was like, "What is this? <laughs> this is a car." Uh, wait, hold on, hold on. Are you an Xbox guy or a PlayStation guy? Man, I've been an Xbox guy forever. Oh, mm. Mm. I know it's it's Memphis, but PlayStation's for the poor. Oh, 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 <laughs> shit! Shots fucking fired. I guess you are from Memphis, huh? Jesus, uh, I'll shoot Jesus. that. Oh, shit! <laughs> God damn. Look, look. You, they, you hit hey. my heart on that one. You hit my hey. fucking heart. Jesus, you like you like door wedges and PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh god. I feel like I'm being attacked on a personal level god. here. God, I like I him. Mean, I really like I, him. I, I do like too. Him. Not gonna lie. Like I, I wanted to shoot a video at his shop, look, showcasing look, the shit he can do. This, I this love this my, guy. This is my first time talking to him. Like actual voice not having a conversation. Dude, I fucking yeah. love this guy. He's fucking honest as shit. I like him. You see, this this Dude, is the look, kind of people I, I, I like. Like people that are well known and are skilled at what they do, but are just like us. Well, and in, in, in this business you have to be honest. I can't tell you how many times I mean, the customer isn't right. Believe it or not, the customer's pretty stupid a lot. Of times. Oh, oh, yeah, good. I know. Bro, your, I know. Your, your entire, my entire business revolves around consulting with them, telling them this is what they should do. And sometimes yeah. their ideas and their goals go are not fucking the stupid. Best. Just say it. Well, they're fucking stupid. They're not the best fit for what they're trying to achieve because everyone has like dreams and aspirations, but they're not realistic. But you're awake right now, and it's not a dream anymore. So yeah, <laughs> let's 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 just let's just you know work work backwards yep. a little bit. Figure out you know 
what 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 you're actually capable of. So yeah, like what are your exact goals? What do you want your vehicle to do? realistically look, look, and let's yeah. come up with a plan and execute it look right. i can't i can't say shit i'm one of those people i want to fucking itbk so <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that so, gotta be the dumbest thing ever the my my favorite thing like my man the mantra of foreign fabrication is trust the process because it's not pretty it's not easy right. your car's mm-hmm. gonna become a bunch of pieces right this but, isn't fucking Fucking hip few boost fucking surprise. Yeah, that, this ain't week. car mechanic simulator and shit. Like it, it's not yeah, gonna look pretty during the process. Correct. Just like, just like this MR2. I sent the guy. I told the guy, I'm cutting your floor out. He's like, okay. <laughs> I sent him a picture of the of the floor cut out. You could see the floor. And he was like, oh god. And he was like, oh wow. <laughs> exact quote. Oh wow. Well, but just trust the process. Now you know. Now I just yeah. we bead rolled. We bead rolled a couple panels. Put it in there. You know, basically made a flat bottom floor on the driver's side just so we could get some helmet clearance, yeah. and it works now. So it's just that's yeah. the uh, that's the crappy part about doing all this. It's just some people just can't envision it. People have visions. I mean, that's like some shaman-rated type level shit. People have visions. I don't know what they're smoking, but they got visions. Right. Um, necessarily, those visions aren't the best or smartest. So. Yeah. I mean, it, basically, you want people to be able to have vision and see things others can't, but it has to be visions that are realistically <clears throat> capable of being accomplished for what they want to do. See, yeah. spot on. Just like, just like after this Mustang and MR2 leaves, I'll have a '69 Dodge Dart come in. Uh, guy, the guy's a really good guy, and he's building it for a pretty high power build, but streetcar build. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "I don't want a cage that's like a spec cage. I just want something to feel safe in. So if he if he can go uh, out and be stupid, he can feel safe." And I'm like, that's "That would be a spec cage." Uh, yeah. Not really. Um, there's a couple of things I can probably do a little differently. Add some more bins here and there, but it's mainly he just doesn't want to like fly towards a pole and uh, meet Dylan. Basically, yeah, just, just <laughs> yeah. He, he he doesn't want to like wake up with Dale Earnhardt helping him out of the car. Basically, yeah, yeah. You know, taking at the his end of the day, form, just like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you like know, thank everyone, you. we all want to do it for Dale, but we don't want to meet Dale. I, I know, right? We'll CB do it for Dale, un- but we don't want to meet him just yet. Yeah. I know, yeah. Dale just unbuckling CB like, hey, hey, Dale, can you realize what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> wait, wait a second, what? You're like, are you junior or are you senior? <laughs> well, hold up now, wait a minute, I know that mustache. The fuck happened? Oh, God. I, I was just doing 200 in my shit box and it started vibrating and now I'm here. The fuck happened? You know what? I, I'm I'm really in the cars. I like all car racing. I like road racing. I like drag racing. I like all kinds of racing. But I've never been into NASCAR. Well, see, all right. I my thing with NASCAR, it it wasn't so much the racing itself. It was what the old school technology engines they were using were capable of doing. Yeah, see, I'm more I'm more of the technical type of uh, person. I like I like the cars uh, more. 
Stepan, I don't know how knowledgeable you are on NASCAR, but correct me if I'm wrong. Like they were still using like overhead valve, like push rod engines, turning ten thousand RPMs with carburetors. They still do to this day. Well, not carburetors, but they're still using during Dale Earnhardt's time. It was still carburetors. And yeah, restrictor not gonna, and all that fun stuff. Yeah, to me, that's fucking amazing. Yeah. So, like, I, it just baffles me. A little a little bit of, I don't think a lot of people, so there's, we do two uh, things here in Memphis when it comes to cars. And one of them is called Memphis Legends. We had our first one last year. We'll have another one coming up. And then here recently, we uh, I participated in the Memphis Rodders Reunion. Mm-hmm. And, uh, those are two things I wish more younger people would get into. Not necessarily because you're seeing rotting. The group was called the Memphis Rotters. They've been established since 1947. And they're one of the oldest, I guess, car groups here in Memphis. Yeah. So uh, they actually used to shut down Poplar and Union and race down those. If you've seen ever pictures of that, that was then. Mm. Uh, Shit, that, no, that might have been no, my grandfather's they, time. More than likely, because when I say they used to shut it down, the city would grant them the permits. They oh, did it legal. Fuck. So, that's how old this is. That'll now, never happen today. Correct. One <laughs> of the gentlemen, one of the gentlemen in this club is also from Memphis. Uh, he was the lead engineer for the Pontiac Fiero and oh. currently holds the patent for the modern roller rocker assembly in a NASCAR engine today. So Whoa. Oh. And, and this guy is here in Memphis. And you can, and there's a bunch of people like this that have these insane backstories. Um, and they're right here with us in car groups. So that's why it's, we, it's, we don't it's know. nice to get it. Well, because people don't want to get out the house. It's very unfortunate. Yeah, um, but these Dude, guys I always love, come out. I love meeting older people See? with experience <laughs> in the car community and shit. Because you never know, for one, what the fuck you're gonna learn, and two, what the fuck their backstory is. Because I guarantee you, most of these old heads that are in the car community have way more information than you could ever learn online. And they have more experience and just crazy shit they've probably been a part of than you could ever dream of hearing about. So yeah. I've got a I've got a magazine in front of me from May of 1951 when they were talking about water methanol injection in engines. And people think that's some crazy new technology today. No. It's people were doing this stuff back in their days, their heydays, coming up with these insane ideas and they worked. So yeah. and there's 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 so many of these guys that are out there, uh, and you know we try to we try to promote it as much as possible, but I mean we had a huge turnout last event at the Memphis Rodders reunion about seven hundred something people. Yeah. Uh, and this was hosted at the Art and Speed Gallery in Collierville. If you've never heard of it or been there, it's basically an indoor car storage facility. Uh, oh, I know which one you're talking about. I've been up. Uh, people store boats there too, don't they? Correct, and RVs. When I used to work for KCS Exotic Cars, uh, I went there with the upholstery guy to help pull seats and shit out of a boat so we could redo them. So yeah. I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. 
And the last event that we just did there, which was just a couple weeks ago, the Fast and Furious 7 Torino was there. Oh, Ooh. shit. In person. And I've got a Hot Wheel of it. So it's imagine being able to see a Hot Wheel of a car and then see it in person and put your hands on it. So Bro. That's the, car, that's the kind of car community I'm involved in, not necessarily the drift community. I don't really have a community. I'm, I'm more or less with a lot of these older spread our yes yeah like see I, I might be in the drifting community but i i yes. love getting involved with the like older car community though yeah. you know the older culture like just any bit of knowledge they care to pass down mm. to me I want to fucking absorb it all yeah so you can't because call they a car they know tips and tricks that like, yeah, it may not work for everything we're fucking with nowadays, but it it's just cool shit to fucking know. On the offhand, you come across somebody or a car that you want to buy, you can do some shit with, and then, you know, in your generation, you've got something with some shit done. How'd you do that? Yeah, it's just well, the, the wealth of knowledge. Yeah, and, and another thing you'll see a lot when you get around these guys, they're building these amazingly nice cars, restoring them, and doing it all themselves for literally nothing. Because yep. they they have the time and know how – they're not going out and buying parts all the time because a lot of times you can. One of the one of the guys I got a chance to meet there was uh, Doc Baker. He His car is called the Little Red Devil, and mm-hmm. it's a 3,800 horsepower uh, demon. So, believe it or not, the demon you know today was a 1970s car. Oh yeah, yeah, I knew that yeah. much. But did hold on, did you say 3,800 horsepower? Yes, it it runs a top fuel uh, Mopar Mopar big block. Yeah, what? in um, hell. Yeah, when so and I got to sit in the car. He broke the car down to me, and I'll tell you the one thing that fascinated me the most. This man had a ice box for his torque converter. I've never yeah. heard of that. For the, do you have lines coming from the torque converter into an ice box to help cool it? Yes, yeah, so they they it yep. would pull the fluid out and constantly constantly keep all the trans fluid cool in an ice box simply because the trans would heat up so much. That it, you know what that makes sense to me because a see. lot of shit that I've heard from old heads, as simple of a fucking thing as that would, like as simple and stupid as that may be to some people nowadays. That is an ingenious fucking idea to yeah. keep your trans cool. Because honestly, I've never heard of that till now for the for, for the torque converter anyway. Well, his, his engine's a big block billet engine that has no coolant in it. Yeah. It, um, yeah. So that's that's kind of the beauty with drag billet blocks, especially like when they started putting that technology into two Js and all your somewhat now modern billet blocks that are being produced. Uh, for drag racing, that's why you can have these supers hit stupid times. They're not running coolant. Um, yeah. It keeps the blocks light. That keeps them stronger because you got to remember you don't have all the passages. Yeah, but you got you more metal kinda, in there to hold it together. Yeah, so you get to see a lot of this stuff that these guys are doing. And I mean, he's built about a hundred fifty thousand dollar car for about twenty thousand dollars because he's a, he was. <laughs> this is a this is a championship winning car too, and. Uh, he's a machinist by trade, so he basically built a lot of this himself with a mate, uh, with a lathe and a 
Bridgeport at his home. Um, you All know, right. everyone everyone buys a n fittings. He made them just because yeah. he didn't. It was money he didn't want to spend. Yeah. All right. Mm. Um, I gotta ask real quick. What's the chances you could talk to him and maybe just get get that man to come on this podcast? Uh, he's actually not really local to us, but oh. he uh, the best time to catch him would probably be at one of the events. So okay. the the thing you guys should do is probably. Uh, I'll remind you of uh, next year, Memphis Rodgers Arena. He'll probably be there. There was also a uh, – uh, there were a couple of drag stars. So uh, the Mistress, that's a Street Outlaws car. Mm-hmm. It's pretty well known in Street Outlaws. Um, yeah. The Mistress was there, and then another car that's about a 3,000-horsepower Fox Body Mustang was there too. Um, God damn. So – you know, there's there's a chance where you could sit in a building with quite literally 180 million dollars worth of cars that you'll probably never see again. I see, because right now I've got like I know everybody in here knows who the Sandman is. Of course. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you know he owns a uh company like he he does dump trucks. Yep. Okay. My company, we do all the alignments and. Uh, stuff like that on his dump trucks. I've been thinking about next time he brings a dump truck to us and I can talk to him, seeing if he would be down to come on this podcast to see if that opens us up to the drag racing community a little bit more. Because yeah. I'm I'm not a drag <laughs> racer. Yeah, uh, like I ain't gonna sit here in front about that. Uh, I do respect it. Like I just I don't see the fun in it, but I understand there are people that are into it, and I want to include everybody, you know, in this podcast. And if I can get somebody like that to come on and, you know, talk about, you know, what he will reveal about his setup or like how he started, you know, his story basically, I feel like that would be more inclusive to people that are in drag racing that maybe look up to that guy. But I yeah. also just want to hear his story, and yeah. that's like what this is all about. Drag racing is actually kind of a beautiful art because it's the simplest form of racing. And when I say that, I mean it wholeheartedly. It is simple. Why? Because it's basically Legos. All these guys quite literally almost have the same car. They're just doing things so, these minor little things differently. And that's what changes these cars, like, a lot. So, I, I mean... Doc Baker launches with close to like 3.8 G's of acceleration. Whew. That's how that's how fast that car launches. It's like, I mean, that it's like 3.9 and a quarter mile. It is insane. But God damn. So, but these guys, I mean, you got to remember how many these engines you can buy from the same buyer, but they're all doing these little things just ever so differently. Yep. To get to that point where they're at, so. I give a lot of props to the drag racing community because these guys are, I mean, there's nothing new necessarily anymore. It's just they're, these guys are quite literally reinventing a wheel more and more and more. Yeah, which um, at times, sometimes reinventing something can be more difficult than coming up with something new. Yeah. At, at times, but that's a whole different topic. Yeah, but where yeah. where where I kind of start to dislike drag racing is when it comes to grudge racing and those yeah. no prep guys. So, uh, it's yeah. kind of a little off putting because 
man, it's just a car. Your life should not be that secretive about it. Like, I understand there's a lot of money to be made, and that's a driving factor in that type of racing. It's money. Yeah. But yeah. some dudes do it just to be able to, like, Doc Baker. I mean, I will never probably get to sit in a our legit drag car ever in my life again. But, you know, there's guys like that that will break it down to you. And, man, if you wanted to copy him, you could copy him. But there's still going to be little things he did differently that yeah. you won't be able to replicate. He's, he's yeah. always going to have his little tricks, which I think yeah. every great drag racer, they've got the little tricks that, you know, they won't necessarily tell to anybody or they may tell you. You just still won't know how to do it right. Yeah, and I think I think the biggest off-putting thing about kind of the muscle car import debate is we always want to gap this, gap that. Well, when you have a car that is quite literally equal to yours, it's a whole lot more stressful to try to win a race. Yeah, yeah. It's like everyone. It, I, it, it's it's weird. That's the whole different yeah, thing. Yeah, no yeah. My thing is, I'm not into the whole import versus domestic or muscle car shit, like. I enjoy cars, period. Yeah. I don't care what it is. Like, as much as I say I hate European cars, if I see one that's been built well and somebody took pride in what the fuck they put together, I will respect that and appreciate it just as I much anything else. Yeah. It, see, it, to me, it's all about the hard work you put into it and just the ingenuity you put behind it. Because, I mean, if you just bought nothing but a bunch of off-the-shelf parts and threw on the car, I'm not going to appreciate yeah. and respect that as much as somebody that maybe made some shit on his own in his garage. Yeah, I'm well, probably... That's the Euro community in a nutshell. It's just bags, wheels, yeah, um, and a tune, and that's a build. It's I like, know. Yeah. I'm, I'm still having hope that there are some out there that still do nice shit. Don't, don't ruin are. that for me, well, please. Well, there, there are. <laughs> You got you got to dude. I have I actually have the sign from uh, Gossett Audi that used to be the old Audi sign. It's a big four by eight. Oh sign shit! That, yeah, it sits on my wall here in the shop, and I'm a bit I'm a big Audi guy. Four rings. I mean, yeah, I love. Them. Ooh, I like Audis uh, too. But I mean, I absolutely hate them too. They're just dog dick ass trash cars. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah like um, just your normal everyday Audis. I've had to work on them. Fuck those things. Audi A4s, well, all that shit. It's just... Or I Audi mean, it's TTs, no different. It's, it's no different than the Shipbox Collective you guys talk about when it comes to Japanese cars. It's just... Yeah. Like, I hate... I hate saying it that, saying this because it's probably going to upset some people, but... Oh, don't I mean, worry about uh, that. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't, don't worry about that. Like, <laughs> the early Volkswagen Golfs, I think, were pretty cool. But any a Volkswagen Golf to me is quite literally just a European Honda. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is not a special or fun car, and it no. And what what sucks is I actually get to put my hands on a lot of them, so it's it makes. I mean, they are they're just European right. Hondas. I mean, you have experience. You with know them. what? You have, yeah, you can yeah. say that. Y'all, y'all want me to piss some people off real quick that I might get some DMs about? Jake, when do I not piss everybody else? All right, all right. Here we go. I'm gonna say it. I want all of you Volkswagen uh, golf fans to stop referring to the Volkswagen R32 as an R32 because it does not deserve that fucking title. 
Oh, shut the fuck up. No, it does. It does. <laughs> the R32 is a beast of a golf. Now, 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 a Mark, IV, a Mark IV R32. Look, no one, no one cares. Bro, an R32 is garbage in Skyline terms. Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh! Oh! Well, okay, 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 okay. I take that back. I take that back. Okay, an R33 is just utter trash. Oh, I agree R32, with you there. I agree with you on that. I'll agree with you there. An R32 is just a step above. But like an like Skylines are R34s. I won't ever even go back from that. But an R32 is just it's just that's like the nickel and the 33 is the penny. Do you ever pick those up off the ground? No, but you'll pick yes. up a quarter. Yes. <laughs> you know what? I, I I I can say that you know what I like thirty threes, but I know I shouldn't. But he's right. He's absolutely right. They they are they are very terrible handling. They, I mean, they're, they're just... too big. They have too many problems. It's just I don't know. I like yeah, the way they was... look. Don't I like the way they look. Don't get me wrong. I like the way they look. It's just everything underneath that. I mean, it just that's that's the way I'll refer to them. You, we have we have the we have the penny, and that's the thirty three. We've got the the the, the nickel, and that's the R thirty two. Then we got the big up all day long. I ain't gonna lie. Well, you you, know what? you like door wedges and playstations. I expect that from you. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Oh my god. That's all funny. right. That's funny. That is funny. Uh, you know what? I like this guy. We really need to do a video here. I like, I like when people actually talk <laughs> shit back to us. I know, right? <laughs> like it's fun. I like oh, to talk well, shit back to us. Look, I'm man, not I'm what? I'm not this mean devil that bashes on everything. Like I said, yeah. I'm an equal opportunist hater. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, honestly, I hate on my own cars, man. I hate on my own cars. Like, like, oh, yeah, we like, all do. Like honestly, look, look, I'm on three two forties. There are pieces of shit. It's no getting yep. around there. They are pieces of shit. But what do you think them. inspired the shitbox collective? Exactly. 240s. <laughs> yeah. Now, well, you know, I, and believe it or not, it's it's it's. I'm a little different on, on the internet, but you know, I I, I'm I'll talk shit, and if I if someone gives me shit, I'll take it, man. It's it's just one of those things. It's it's you get fun. into this. It's it is fun, but at the same time, it's. You know, you get to learn which people can and can't take. Like, so it's like I've, I've learned recently, not recently, but in the past year, I cannot argue with MK4 loves. I cannot. Oh, I cannot. Now, and, now which, and, which, which Mark Ford are you talking about? Okay, well, that's me. Put your theory to the test. Give him something no. to argue about, Darrell. But no. I hate MK4s. Me personally, I hate them. I don't like them. I don't like shit about them. That's fine. But don't don't tell me you're gonna kick my ass. And I said I don't like fucking MK4. But you like, like 240s. See, yes, I do. And then, and that's going with my saying. You like your MK4. That's fine. I don't have anything good to say about them. But look at what I drive. I drive a fucking 240. Do do, I, <laughs> do you eat grits? Yes, I do. Okay, so you eat ass. That's the problem. What? <laughs> Look, grits are a southern hey, staple. Hey, now. I hey, hold on now. I will not stand hey. for this blasphemy. Grits okay. are fucking awesome. 
What other I eat ass and grits is nobody's concern but my All own. Right, you know what? You know, look, I'm going to throw myself out here to be ridiculed. I own a 240 with an SR in it and I own an 07 Silverado with a Duramax in it. Oh, well, that's a LBZ. LBZ, LBZ okay. Yeah. Oh, you, you've got one of the best damn engines that uh, Isuzu ever made. Yep, you damn right. No, no, I compl- I already know Isuzu designed and made that engine, hey, but it's a damn good fucking engine. Let's, let's give it, a shout out to all the uh, all the smaller vehicles that never get credit for shit. Yeah. <laughs> now, I mean, uh, my my, uh, my, di- my dirty max. I've got a like all I've done to it is straight pipe, factory size piping, and I put a Hypertech programmer on it and turned it up to stage three. That's all I've done to it. But that bitch embarrassed the fuck out of a dude in a C5 Corvette. Sure. So, only reason why I was kind of being a little hostile about the whole Mark IV Super thing is because I actually uh-huh. own them in night purple Mark IV. Uh-huh. That's the only reason why. And I regret ever selling that car. Because I sold it for nothing. And oh. that's fine. You like MK4s. You like them. But you're not selling me. You're going to fucking I mean, set my car on fire because I said something bad about them. Yeah, I mean, there's no, nothing no, no. wrong with liking fat women. Just don't get angry when somebody else says they don't. <laughs> like, like, dude, this one dude got mad at me. Well, you drive 240, speak shit at MK4, walk all over this fucking uh, supporter. Well, no shit, it will, duh. They're slow stock. They're slow stock. I mean, Look, my, one of my favorite things I've ever seen so far in Memphis driving towards the airport was this old lady in this yellow, like, yellow-ass headlights. Like, this thing looked like it, it has been beat to hell. And it was a Mark IV Supra in white. And I was like, that is just glorious. Yeah, that's clean, like any time I see an older person driving like a kooky or something. I was like, man, you just, you just drive. It, it's a testament of reliability. Mm-hmm. It just, it you don't goes. fuck with it. It's all right. Yeah, and I mean, it's like everyone's gonna guac over it and do all this. It's just like when you see, like, man, when you see just like a really nice, clean Miata. It's like, you know, there are so oh. many that have that have this mm-hmm. and that done to them, and it's like, yes, Miatas are cool. Are they absolutely ugly? Yes. I mean, yeah, it, it literally looks like Tom from Tom and Jerry if it was a car. I mean, when you see a really nice Miata driving, the, driving down the street and you see somebody's put some work into it, my first thoughts are, I'm so happy you came out of the closet, man. I'm proud of you. I support dude, you. Dude, look, one of the fastest cars, <laughs> one of the fastest cars in all of SCCA Mid-South is a stock Miata with coilovers. Really? And it will shit on everything. I'm not saying they're fast. I mean, that's just like saying no, no, no. Uh, gay they're, guys they're, can't fight. They're technical, they're technical cars. Hey, yeah. hey, yeah. I look, I don't care what side of rainbows, flags you waving, whatever kind of <laughs> shit like that. But, you know, it's it's just, oh, yeah. there's, there's, there's drivers that will drive these Miatas to a point where it makes any other performance it, car a joke. It, like, yeah, yeah it, it basically, in a sense, becomes inhuman. Yeah. How they can maneuver the vehicles like that. I like, flew my car into a curb at Memphis International Raceway 
at 80 miles an hour, launching a 4,500-pound wagon through the air, <laughs> breaking the wheel because a Miata was behind. God damn! And I, get, and I was trying to get away from it. it, it <laughs> oh it's, shit! It's like back in the day, the old fuck. fucking menace in the fucking uh, British Touring Car Championship. The menace was just yeah. hanging around oh, the fuck. back, I, the fucking I, Ford Falcons and shit. I just realized we're going on a. Uh, I know it's been over an hour and thirty minutes now because uh, my shit reset because I had a fuck up, but uh, we probably need to wrap this up soon. As much as I'm enjoying this conversation, man, I know this is fun. <laughs> Uh, we we might have to bring Stepan back on we, at some point. To. Talk some more. We have to. We have to have him and Rick in a second. I just want to see their arguments and stuff. Oh God, yes. That is that is going to be. Don't hold fun. back. Don't hold back, Stepan. Please look. Don't hold back. Say what you're going to say. No this man. Be- I there there are certain like it's it's different now when you yourself are you know establish an image. So it's yeah. like, yeah, I'll, I'll always be a shit talker, always. And I'll always tell when someone, I mean, if you're stupid, you're stupid. That's just, the, you were born that way. I can't help you. But, you know, there's a the fucking there's quote. Things, we need to make that a sticker. If you're stupid, you're stupid. You're born that way. It's just, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I can't help it. And so sometimes you just have to learn. Sometimes it's to not say certain things. You don't want to knock people to that point of going. You know, unleashing. Yeah, I, 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 but I, I, I understand. Here on this podcast, like it's you know, with Rick and <laughs> shit, oh, we just want to get you on here so y'all, you and him, can just go back and forth just for entertainment. Ain't nobody oh, gonna get butt hurt about that. I know. Trust me. Trust me. There's. I can't tell you how many times. Like, I'll waste an. I get company in here every once in a while, and man, we will waste so much time just going back and forth. It is. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, I got shit to do. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, that's part of the fun of it, though, isn't it? Like the yeah, just friendly is. banter and shit talk. It, yeah, with man. any any kind of racing, that's what makes it fun. Yeah. It's just the friendly shit talk, and then y'all go out there out on the track, and then you see what excuses the loser can come up with. Yeah. Hey, there, there's always going to be excuses. but Yeah, excuses like on, assholes. It just depends on. How legitimate of an excuse it was. Yeah, I mean, if if right. like his fucking wheel falls off, okay, that that's legitimate. All right, man. Yeah. If, we'll if, we'll if just talk if, shit. You couldn't tighten your lug nuts up. All right. Yeah, if, if he's getting squirrely because of tire pressure, he's he yeah, he got a puncture and he's slowly losing it. Like that's those there's legitimate things yeah. and there's where it's like, uh, blah blah blah. My car was doing this. Well, it fucking shouldn't. Yeah. Like, so, I'm the kind of guy, if ain't shit wrong with my car, and I get my ass handed to me, like, all right, you you, you beat my ass. All right, fair enough. Yeah, it fair. is what it is. I, I, I was going to touch on this very, very early when you, when you guys told uh, me to, you know, kind of tell, tell how, how I got into the fab world. I really did. Yeah. I did it. I did it like how, how you said, Jake, necessity. And what I really wanted to do was... So actually, I learned computer programming during high school and after high school. And what I actually wanted to major in was botany, which is the study of plants. Yeah, Yeah. I know exactly what botany is for for you uneducated people listening. Yeah, it's studying plants. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like flowers, not drugs, flowers. (laughs) That's for the Memphis uh, folks there. Yeah. 
But no, that's what I wanted to get into, and I have no idea how it went from flowers to fabrication. But that's just how the world works, you know. You don't you don't know what you're gonna end up doing. And, you just don't I know. Mean, dude, that's an interesting fucking story. And, 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 and here's the thing: I don't even buy flowers for anyone. <laughs> I hate <flowers>. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst part. It was like something oh, I actually shit. liked. I liked having a little garden and stuff growing up. And then now it's like, I don't even want to be around flowers. I see that shit in Kroger. It's like, man, like, who the fuck buys that? <laughs> Yo ass would if you'd have made some different choices in life. I would have been having my own. I still would have bought them. But no, it's just that's, <laughs> that's that it, odd it, cycle of events. And how, it, how, it how is. It, it's, it's, Life it's like is the, funny. It's like the, it'd be like the shit that don't like actual cooking. Hey, there's a lot of yep. them. They'll just, I mean. Yeah. In fact, I got a, how it works. I, you know, uh, another funny thing that a lot of people are going to probably be like, what the fuck about? You know, I did not get to a point where my life actually started coming together and I started getting the money to get back into buying guns and ammo and like being able to build a fucking race car. I've, I've got eight grand in now until I became a single father. Oh. This is how it is. Like, w- once I became a single father, that's when shit started just falling in place for me. Well, you you got kids, Daryl? Darrell? However you yes. pronounce your name? Yes, I do. Damn, y'all are fucked up. Hey, I, uh, do, yeah, do, do you yeah. know how old I am? How old are you, first off? <laughs> I'm 28, dog. Okay, yeah, I'm we, 30. I'm 30. We got two on you. I've oh, got wow. one. I've got one, and that's all I'm fucking having. I, I fucking promise you that right now. No, I, and I'll say that, you know, everyone's always like, wow, I wish I could work for myself, but I don't have those constraints you guys have, which is trying to have a family and have kids. So, right. you know, I'm not necessarily lucky because you're lucky in your own right. Yeah. It's uh, it's always funny how people say, wow, I wish I could do that. But, you know, it's I don't we're, we're on those different paths of life. Yeah, yeah, and all, I mean, we're all still doing it. We're all still getting through it, doing the same stuff that we all kind of love and enjoy. Yeah, I mean, and at the end of the day, there's always still a path you can take to get into doing what you really want to and love doing. Yeah. Just because, like, say, I have a son now, and I have to really think, like, I can't just quit my job and jump into like doing what you do off the cuff. I just got to be more smart about it. And methodical yeah. and plan it out. I can still yeah. do it. It just takes more thought process behind it. Yeah, I, oh, I yeah, can't yeah. be. I can't be twenty two year old me and spend all my fucking uh, money on fucking uh, fucking parts like I used to. I can't do that. Yeah, and that goes for the younger people that are listening. Just because you may be able to just say you know fuck it and just go balls to the wall. Some like some of y'all, it may work out, but others do not be surprised if something bites back at you but don't fucking give up it's it's, right. it's luck it's it's all luck i quit my job and i had literally 700 dollars in my pocket and that's all i had because i would just keep buying tools and everything so you know it's oh this is on top of having a 1200 dollars apartment in wolf chase at the time so yeah. not really sound financial investments 
Oh, um, trust me, dude. I live downtown. Yeah. I know about this life. But the so, main thing is for the younger folks, if you know you do decide to uh, jump head first into something, if it is seeming like it's putting way too much of a burden on you surviving, essentially, it's all right to take a step back and reevaluate and attack it from a different angle. I mean, it, it sometimes shit takes time for you to get into. It ain't yeah. just always going to happen right when you want it to. And yeah. one of my favorite phrases I like to tell younger people currently is hobbies aren't always careers. Yeah. Um, yep. you're, just because it's your hobby and you're good at your hobby does not necessarily mean it translates into a real world paying job. Yeah. Yeah. Because so, sometimes. sometimes oh, go ahead. I was just to say sometimes it's better to keep it fun. And that's yeah. something you do. I yeah. come from a background where I didn't actually work on cars all the time. I did it out of necessity for myself. I didn't do it for other people. But now this is what I do, and I somewhat enjoy it. But sometimes I get burnt out. And that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, yeah, sometimes this shit burns you the fuck out. And if you make it your whole life without anything else to relieve the stress, you're you're going to get so burnt out to the point you're going to give it up and there's always going to be a part of you as you get older that's going to regret it. So find yeah. that balance. Like the key in anything is balance. Yeah. Do not make anything your whole fucking life. And like I, this is as much as I joke around and shit talk, like I'm, I'm getting real real right now <laughs> for the younger folks that don't know nothing yet. But Balance your life properly so you can still enjoy the things that you love doing and you can still have a fulfilling life. You know, meet you somebody, have a family, raise your kids and, you know, expose them to your hobby. And if they take to it, awesome. If they don't, you still support them and what they want to do. But it's all about yeah. balance yeah, and keeping your mental health good. Yeah, we did. We did a lot of work in Texas on pipeline stuff, and I made a lot of great money down there. But at the end of the day, the money was not worth what I miss doing back here at home. So, money's not necessarily the the thing you want to do sometimes, and you'll learn no, really like, fast. It, 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 yeah. it, it sucked. In West Texas, we were in Pecos. By far the most oppressing part of the entire United States I've been in. I thought Mississippi was terrible. <laughs> no. For the love of not, God, it is not. Yeah, I'm not allowed in Mississippi right now. <laughs> <laughs> we won't touch I, on that. So, I, I, haven't, I haven't been allowed in Mississippi for the past 10 years. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Wait, hold on. Is that a BWD thing? Um, This is a driving while black in a mid-powered fucking small sports car. Running from the oh. police. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hold on. We'll save that story for another time. On, on, a, on a ritual weekend. Yeah. Wait, they're they're going to give you the South Haven Corner special. Yeah, we're, we're coming up on two hours. I think <laughs> so we need it, to it, try to wrap it, this up. It got so it like it got so bad. They knew my car by fucking like they knew what my car was instantly. No matter where I went in Mississippi. I know that feeling in Cordova. Yeah, bro, that's why I drive wagons, man. They just think it's like some old grandpa in it. Yeah. Fight. 
<laughs> but yeah, we are coming up on two hours. This has been a fucking right. awesome ass fucking podcast. Oh no, like dude, I've had more. I, I've had a lot of fucking fun in this podcast. This has like, been an I, awesome fucking podcast. Like I honestly like, forgot what time it was. Yeah, I I really I look forward to uh, if we're able to set up like maybe coming to your shop and doing some filming and stuff and actually start doing videos. Oh yes, if, if you're down with us coming out, I would love that. Yeah. Absolutely. I even uh, mentioned it to Norell about just, you know, having like a, just a, you, you guys could have your main one here and then do a simple, like, toolbox talk or something where you're just kind of, all of you are just there just doing your standard talking, but just kind of around something a little bit more simple. I definitely yeah. will when I get my shit together. I definitely will. Yeah. And, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to throw this out there. You know, when, you know, our, uh, our sponsor. Um, Wall Tap Media. I think that should be the one we have shooting the videos for us, so we can coordinate with him and get him to do the yeah. videos for us and shit. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, that, he helps us out, we help him out. Works out for yeah. everybody. Speaking of this, step oh, on. Go, 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 go ahead and plug yourself, man. This has been awesome. This oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, yeah, go ahead. Throw, throw your shit out there, man. All right. Well. Uh... My company name is Foreign Fabrication. We're on Instagram and Facebook. It's both of them are Foreign Fabrication. Got really lucky on that one. No idea how. <laughs> but uh, keep it simple. Rolls off the tongue. And we do anything motorsports related. Mm. All right. Yeah. Well, man, it's been awesome talking to you, man. Like, awesome. Dude, for this real. is a lot of fun. This is like the most fun I've had today. I appreciate uh, it, you coming It really on. has been. And you know what? He wanted to come on himself. Oh, well, okay. So we aren't scaring people away. That's, that's no, good know, to know. Right? <laughs> people actually like us. Like, I don't have the fucking Toyota community want to burn me in the stake. <laughs> hey, for all you motherfuckers that hate on Darrell for not liking MK4 Supers, we have an MK4 Super guy on here that wanted to come on the podcast. So suck it. Yeah, yeah. see, I have friends that like fucking Supers. <laughs> See, I mean, they, See? They, they are overrated, but I mean, hey, oh. it's, it was—it's an awesome car. It is still an awesome car. See, see, so I don't want any more shit talking about how I hate Toyotas, how I hate Supras. I don't. <laughs> I just don't like them. Hey, look, look, no, nothing wrong with Toyota as a brand. I mean, I guess some things, but hey, the car is a car at the end of the day. Thank you, and I we're all entitled to our opinion. Yeah. And man, so with that, that is the end of the podcast. Yeah, I want to thank everybody for listening. We appreciate you, especially as long as this podcast was. It went on longer than we anticipated, Dude, but I'm sure y'all enjoy it with Stepan being on here. Yeah, that's what great, happened. We have great fun. fucking great, great fucking guest. We appreciate you for coming on the show, man. Great man, it, took, it took me away from doing all this math and everything. It's just like, hey, man, I when, anyway. man, whenever you get into that situation, you just feel like bullshit. Just let me know. Let somebody know. You can come on whenever you want to. Yeah, you're always welcome. Man. It is It is that simple. I got you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Man, but yeah, we're coming up on two hours. It's been a long one. I thank yeah. y'all for listening. We had so much fun tonight. So much fun. Yeah. <laughs> so much fun. I, ho- I hope this uh, doesn't say anything about Rick not being here. <coughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, talking about the guy with the throat, with the throat clap. Oh, do you mean you mean Mr. Throat Goat himself? 
Yeah, it's been stroke on himself. <laughs> uh, we got to talk a little <laughs> shit, just give him something to bitch about when he comes back. <laughs> I know, we love him. We love him, though. Love but, you, Rick. Wish you yeah, were here anyway, tonight. Yeah, but anyway, that is the end of the podcast. Thank y'all for listening. Our one for yes. Stepan. <laughs> thank y'all so much, and thank you for thank being y'all. a part of tonight's episode, man. Go check out right. Form Fabrication on Instagram and Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... <laughs> and good night. Thank you for listening. Good night, everybody. And I don't hate Super so much that I think I can stop sending it. <laughs> stop. Stop. Please stop. Like, I'm getting uh, nervous. <laughs> I'm getting nervous, like, posting shit on fucking Facebook. I'm, like, I'm just going to get attacked. You're going to get doffed. Was that too soon? That is too soon. Okay, my bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. Thank y'all for listening. Join the Facebook group, Shitbox Collective, and good night. Good night. Good night.